Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive. Uh, And then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away, no minimum listenership, start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome back to the Weekend Spread. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, as always, we got Jameson, we got Ty. We're here to make some picks. So before we do that, let's kind of talk about where we uh, ended up last week. Uh, I'm, I got right back into my old ways, went four and four. Um, but Jameson crawled on back after a rough week, six and two, back in the race. How do you feel, buddy? I, I feel like it hurts still because I made two very unintelligent picks out of that those last eight games and I knew it and I knew it and I tried to squeeze out of that Michigan pick. I know I knew it was so bad. I knew it was horrible. <laughs> um, but you know what? Oh, well, six and two. I got to be happy with what I got. I got some backdoor covers. Um, you know, it was, it was a pretty good week. Yeah. Hey, can't complain. Uh, Ty, how are you feeling right now? Yeah, I, I'm feeling – I'm feeling rough. Uh, Texas Tech, what are you going to do? It's, it's Tech. It's, we had Alan Bowman out there. Um, I, you know, uh, once again, riding high on Notre Dame. Uh, last time I'm picking them unless I'm forced to. And, and just some overall good stuff at SMU. And see, it really pains me because SMU, I went with a homer pick. I was Because I have this whole lifelong SMU fan thing going. So I homer picked SMU and then I just like overthought, I, I, I overthought it. And instead of Homer picking Colorado when I should have and, and got the win there, uh, I flipped right at the end uh, and went with Stanford, and that was another L for me. But five and three, good week, continuing to to grow that, um, you know, that lead. So love yeah. to see it. Yeah, for sure. So before we get in, just wanted to say about our previous show, uh, Tom, our good friend Tom appreciated our weather updates. So screw y'all for making fun of me for that. So – uh, I didn't think it was my weather update. What do you mean? Yeah, it was your weather update, but you made fun of me for weather. I- anyways, <laughs> good job on the weather, y'all. Let's get right down to it. <laughs> so we're going to start off with a top 10 matchup uh, that has an interesting line. It's number nine, Indiana at Ohio State. Uh, Big Nude on Fox. Uh, oh, the Buckeyes favored by 20 and a half at home. Uh, Jameson? Is this too is this too big of a spread for the Bucks or are you are you comfortable that they can uh, take down uh, number nine Indiana like that? Yeah, it's it, it's a little dicey, you know. Um, I you asked me last week, oh, this is easy, but you know, Indiana, even though they played trash Michigan State uh, last week, you know, they handled their business. You know, they played well. Problem is, you know, Ohio State they weren't the people that. Um, they weren't, they weren't the COVID problem last week, right? It was, um, you know, it was their opponent. So um, they're ready to go. And I, I think they're going to come out big. 
Um, 20 and a half, I think they're trying to entice you to get more Ohio State um, money there. But, you know, Indiana could keep close. I, I don't feel confident on this one. Um, this isn't something that I'd move forward with, but I'll go Ohio State here just, um, at home, win by 21. Yeah, I, I think that's a very respectable pick. It's a lot of points. I'm going to go with Indiana here. I, I think they're scrappy enough to keep it close. As in spread-wise, they're going to lose, and it'll be uh, decisive for the Bucks. But I think Indiana is you know, scrappy enough to keep this thing tight. Uh, hopefully everything goes fine with COVID and whatnot. But um, because if it doesn't, then Indiana's in the driver's seat, and we have a really weird uh, Big Ten ahead of us. But anyways, Ty, who do you got? All right, so first we gotta we gotta do it. It's been keeping me. I, I forgot to have it on for the previous one. We gotta. Oh, there we go. We gotta Fun put hats. on the comically small beret of lucky picks. So um, let's just get something out of the way first. Ohio State fans absolutely delusional think that they're gonna win the national championship this year. To win the national championship, actually, looking at you. UCF, um, you have to go to the playoffs. So to get into the playoffs, Ohio State, led by future Texas coach Ryan Day, is going to have to absolutely blow up the people that they play, especially with the Big Ten imploding. Oh, shout out to Thomas, who I didn't steal that idea from. I'm <laughs> Urban Meyer going to Texas. Urban Meyer, Minister of Culture right there. Yeah. And then, <laughs> okay, I'm going to remove that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, long story short, Ohio State, I, I think, is going to win. Naturally, I think everyone can kind of agree on that. Um, but I think that they're going to stay on the gas to get that cover, to get that margin of victory, especially in the top 10 matchup, to really work on their uh, seat in the rankings. Because number three is not a great um, seat. You know, obviously, they're making it as as of right now at a number three. Uh, but I think they're really going to stay on the gas, especially with the first playoff committee coming up and this mm. being their first real challenge. So give me Ohio State minus 20 and a half. Yeah, that's a really good take. Mm-hmm. Moving, before we move on from that, we definitely got a hammer on that. Um, what we've seen this past couple of weeks is undefeated teams that are, you know, vying for playoffs are trying hard, you know, to go for at the end. You know, we saw it with Liberty. Like, they just destroyed Western Carolina. <laughs> they had no regards for anybody. We've seen it with BYU in the past. BYU doesn't care about a single soul. They'll run a fake punt on you in the, in the, at the end of the fourth quarter. They don't care. And Ohio State, there's they've lost their seat as the number two, obviously the second best team in the nation right now is Notre Dame. If I'm looking – if I'm Ohio State and I'm looking at Notre Dame at number two, I take that as a strong offense. And I'm very upset about that. And I said, there's no way, shape, or form that team is better than us. So let's go overtake them. So I think, yeah, that's Ohio State. Oh, somebody said 56 to 14, Ohio. Yeah, yeah Matt Cook is going with uh, a blowout for the Bucks. We'll see how that I can goes. see it. I can see it. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was just adding it. I was just adding it. Um, <laughs> Tom over here says the forbidden fruit tastes good. Okay. All right, moving on to our next game. USC at Utah, 9.30 on ESPN, and I, I can't do it. I'm sorry, guys. This this, is, you put this on the screen. What do you mean? I, I can't do it. I don't want to acknowledge the Pac-12. This is, this I'll is, take lead. This I'll is silly. No, 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 no. We're, we're, not do, we're not picking this game. We're just not even doing it? This okay. is the scooter pod. This <laughs> is what we do here. This, we only acknowledge real conferences like the Sun Belt. Ooh. 
We're going with Appalachian State at number 15, Coastal Carolina, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. The Chanticleers favored by five and a half. Um, this is a Bobby, real. Before this, you say anything, this is like picking which child is your favorite. Are you sure you want to pick this one? I, this I is think tough. Jameson will agree. We'll let you sit this one out if you want. I don't want to. It's tearing me apart, but I, I have to. I have to choose. I have to do this. Uh, Ty, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. App State, Coastal Carolina. Not sure if we mentioned that just for the podcast listeners. So we got Coastal minus five and a half is the line that the Schooner Pod has as of Thursday at eight when we're recording. Um, no, we got podcast listeners. So I'm, I'm trying to be professional. Yeah, the, yeah, for the, sure, for sure. Um, so my, I've, I've, the the home teams have done really well this year, and it's only a five and a half line and coastal has been very good. Um, so I'm going to have to go with, with coastal just because they're at home. They're obviously they're ranked, but they're, they're a really, really solid team this year, especially against the caliber of team that app state is. Um, and I just love coastals like colors uh, way more than, than yellow and black. It's never really hit with me. Yeah. That, I think that's, I get that. It's a tough, always a tough time on the show. Design for is my passion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I love how the chicken just has one arm. I just cut off the other arm. It's weird, but man, this is this is brutal. Because on one hand, I have my first love. I have Yosef. I have the Mountaineers. You know, I I rode with them last year. But you know what? If there's anything we've learned over this entire year of picking, it's that you can't hold on to the past. You have to move on. You have to do what works. And that is why I sadly, so sadly have to pick my teal chickens, my Chanticleers to cover this five point spread against app state. I I think app state's a very good team. This is a really tough pick uh, just in general, because you know, Appalachian state easily the toughest team coastal will have to play the rest of this year Uh, might have a rematch in the uh, Sunbelt championship. We don't know yet. But Coastal at home, you know, they're, they've been rolling. Five and a half points is just a little too low for me. So give me the Chanticleers here. It really hurts my heart, Yosef. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. You, I, you're, still, you're still my, you know, my, my team. I have a shirt for you. But you know what? I just, I got to win. We got to make, I, I, I'm way too close to passing Blake to pick the heart over my head. So Teal Chickens. I I regretfully have to roll with you here, um, but Jameson, uh, your pick for App State at Coastal. This is tough. Um, I really like Grayson Call, the quarterback of Coastal. I feel like the games I've watched of them, which has actually been way more than I ever thought would. Like he's got confidence and he plays really well. It's I, I don't know if I can pick him. I think I'm going to go App State. Um, the thing is. Even though App State is one and six against the spread this year, and Coastal is five one and one against the spread this year, I just think Appalachian State, you know, they've they're more suited to play those big games because they've been there for longer. And versus a freshman quarterback, I think that could be a problem. Uh, I don't know really too much to really go into into a lot of depth of it. I'm just kind of going with my gut here that Appalachian State keeps it close. Um, but I think I think Coastal Carolina wins, but um, make it a close game. Close game. Yeah, I, I think that's very fair. Uh, there's always a game where they where 
you know, a, a team who's really hot in the Sun Belt or the Mac or whatever, there's always a trip up game. And App State, you know, as we know, Yosef, they can definitely do that. Moving yeah. on to, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ty. Oh no, I was just gonna say while you're while you're transitioning, just to remind uh, listeners, because because Jameson hit on Coastal being five one and one against the spread uh, here at the Schooner Pod, we do count pushes as wins. Uh, just to simplify, we do. Don't we count pushes as wins? I, I didn't know where you. Yeah, we do. But I don't know where you're going with this because the spread's five and a half. No, but I'm just clarifying for the listeners. You know, if yes. we have any listeners or for sure, for, sure. for for the Schooner Pod standard, that that would be six and one. Uh, so just to simplify things. Uh, but if we have any new listeners or, or watchers or or anything, uh, just to you know double yeah. hit that. Absolutely, absolutely. And hey, thanks for sticking with us. Five and a half is not going to be a push. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was confused. But anyways, hey, thanks for listening through the App State Coastal uh, prediction. Moving on to back to the Big Ten, we have another top 25 game, number 10 Wisconsin at number 19 Northwestern. Um, It's a 2.30 kickoff on ABC. And uh, Wisconsin only favored by seven and a half. It appears Vegas has not been impressed by Wisconsin's uh, absolute thumpings to start the season. Uh, Jameson, what is up with this line? Are you, are you, are you worried here? Do you think Northwestern has something to them? Northwestern has been sneaky good this year is the thing, you know, like they've just solidly won. I have, they, have they lost a game. I think they're undefeated, right? No, they're you know, undefeated. Uh, so, I mean, they've just been sneaky good problem is even though Michigan is not good at all Wisconsin had their way with them they the game was like not even close when it came down if you look at like the the, the drives Wisconsin just controlled it there there was no swing there was no no lick of nervousness in Wisconsin that shows a really good team I, I give me Wisconsin um seven and a half here yeah um I I I get that like Northwestern very solid team, but when you really peel back that exterior, look at what, what like what they built their wins on. So first off, forty three to three win against Maryland. Okay, that's fine, but then you look at a one point win over a pathetically bad Iowa team. Oh who, come on! What the so Iowa's horrible. Okay, they've actually turned it around a little bit. I think. Yeah, back. they've been doing really well. <laughs> they turned it around. They turned it around, I mean, but they started bad. They started bad. Shitting started on with a four-point loss to Purdue. Okay, that happens. But then they came out and beat Michigan State by 42, and then they beat Minnesota by 28. Okay, fine, fine. I, I, I apparently have not been keeping up on Iowa. Uh, now all these Iowa fans who have been waiting to be mentioned on the podcast <laughs> for three years are like, they're like, oh, wait, Iowa. They were going to talk about Iowa. Oh, and – now I have a bunch of porn no, in my mentions. But uh, just every single time he sees like Iowa, just came up to these state afterwards, just like hatred is just flying towards them. <laughs> They're not good. They don't deserve anything they've done. I don't care if they beat Michigan State by 42. They don't deserve it. Remove the state of Iowa from the union. Uh, oh, no. But I'll move on. I'll move on to uh, the next one. So Northwestern also beat Nebraska by seven, even though Nebraska is a better corn producing state than Iowa. <laughs> um, not a great football team. Number one producer of superior corn. Nebraska Iowa is a producer of inferior corn. <laughs> As we know, Nebraska is king of both coin, corn and soybean. Way better than those uh, garbage Iowa folk. But the football team's still bad. And then they beat Purdue by seven. While Purdue is good and has a horrifying mascot, I don't care. That's bad. He wasn't even there. Purdue Pete wasn't even there to just scare you down into, into, into death. So 
Wisconsin here, I, I feel really good about the Badgers. Grab Mertz is on a roll. Um, Northwestern, hey, you're good. You're fine. I, if you, I don't know if it'll be a blowout like we've seen the past couple weeks, but they're definitely going to cover seven and a half. So give me the Badgers here. All right. So here, here's what I'm thinking here. So uh, I, I know both of you guys kind of touched on this. Northwestern blew out Maryland by 40 points, but they beat Iowa by one point. They beat Nebraska by eight points, and they beat Purdue by seven. Wisconsin, on the other hand, has only played two games. They've had their Nebraska and their Purdue game canceled, so there go our, our potential common opponents. Uh, but Nebraska beat, or I'm sorry, Wisconsin beat Illinois 45 to seven, and they absolutely thumped Michigan. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jameson. Um, but here's the thing. You guys forget this. Wisconsin does this every year. They start out really strong. They're blowing people out till about halfway through the season. And then they have this thing where they just drop like two games and they absolutely go to, can we say shit? Cause we're on Facebook. They sure. go to shit. They do this halfway through the season thing. I know they've only played two games, but they've had two canceled. They're four games into an eight-game season. This is the one where they drop. They just straight up lose. All that being said, do I think Wisconsin will straight up lose? Yes. But give me Wisconsin minus seven and a half. That's absolutely the smart thing to do. Oh, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> you're just talking about how you're – whenever you picked Colo- uh, against Colorado last no, week. I've- you where you gave the whole story of why – you know, I should pick Colorado and then go against him at the I don't, end. I don't care about this one, though. I'm not I'm not attached to this one at all. I like Wisconsin's joke. Wisconsin is my favorite of the two schools, but I legitimately think that that they will uh, win and cover. But if they just straight up lose, I won't be surprised because everyone remembers Clemsoning. It's kind of dropped off because, um, well, I guess that's more a one-game thing. But Wisconsin always starts out hot and then drops exactly halfway through the season we're at that halfway point i would not be surprised if wisconsin loses by 28 for no reason it would be on brand but give me wisconsin hey fair enough usually they uh fall apart immediately after like playing ohio state or something bobby throw up the fan comments oh yeah no i saw it uh our good friend tom bringing up the weather (laughs) i don't know it'll be a windy game as we know, uh, you know, with the Great Lakes right there, you know, playing right off the banks in Chicago. But, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Badgers will be prepared for it. They're prepared for any weather. Okay, this Texas-Kansas game obviously got canceled, but um, I don't know. Wanted to leave it in anyways because it's always fun talking about Texas. <laughs> Moving on to our Big 12 games. <laughs> we got the best rivalry in the Big 12. Texas at Kansas, uh, the 22 ranked, somehow 22 ranked Longhorns travel to Lawrence, uh, two thirty game on ESPN two. So you will uh, be able to watch that right after watching uh, coastal Yosef, uh, Texas favored by 29 and a half Ty, We know Kansas doesn't do much at all. They've been horrible this season, but is this line too much? First off, let me tell you, is 2020 anything is possible? The home teams have done really good. I it would not. I, I keep. I think I say this every week, and I said it on the last one. Personally, I would not be shocked if Kansas just straight up won somehow. It would be the probably the funniest thing <laughs> that could happen ever. 
but that being said, I don't think 29 and a half is, is too much at all. I think that Texas fans, uh, shout out to Chris, hopefully he's watching live, uh, probably potentially think that they can still make the Big 12 championship. I'm sure there is some statistical chance that they can. Uh, but I think that Texas is going to come out and just stay on the gas. And, and I hope they do because if Texas loses here, Tom Herman is certainly he's got to be done. And then obviously we're going to see Urban Meyer and Austin and nobody wants to see that. If you're an OU fan, J- Jameson's right. We want to keep uh, Tom Herman as the Gus Malzahn of the big 12, where you're just doing just enough not to get fired every year. You're just minimum. Like he's like office space level, like just so you don't get fired. Um, but I would expect that Texas really comes out here and just embarrasses. I mean, the only thing that Kansas had going for him has, has opted out of the season for personal reasons. Um, apparently the only thing they had going for him defensively is opted out for personal reasons. Oh, you blew him out. And Lincoln Riley has a heart. Tom Herman is probably going to be hammered on like taco vodka, probably Stoli and, and G2. And he's not going to care at all. And Sam Ellinger is just going to go full. I can't say this word because we're going live. Um, you can never say this word on this podcast. That's true. I can't. He, he's I, gonna have, his hemorrhoids will be flaring anyways, up. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, I don't say that word at all. But Texas, give me Texas. I'm just going to cut myself off here. You're good. Texas, <laughs> minus 29 and a half. I think they'll win by 35. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just. Horns up. Horns up. Horns up. Horns up. Hook them. Oh, boy. Okay, look. Let me put it this way. I really want to pick Kansas here, but I can't. I saw them in person. They are astonishingly bad. Jameson can't wait to do it. Or <laughs> look, he's not gonna he's not gonna pick the Jayhawks, but he's gonna fake us out at least. So either way, I'm excited for what he does. But uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Texas is gonna win big here. Honestly, Kansas so so bad. Uh, the only thing I've been wondering about that is how Coastal Carolina didn't beat them by more at this point. Honestly, um, but. The, the wheels are coming off in, in Lawrence. Uh, the Les Miles experiment, absolute disaster. Um, it's so bad that even Texas is going to have a field day on them. So give me Texas. Jameson, the floor is yours, buddy. Yeah, Texas really needs to win this game. Um, Ty, I really do think that they have that they think they have a chance to make the uh, the championship, the Big 12 championship. And they definitely do have a path there. Yeah. And 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 it's and it's definitely doable, you know. Um and the thing is with this is, you know, there's one side of me is like pick Kansas. And then the other side of me is throw the horns up on Bobby. I want to get Bobby Matt. So horns up. <laughs> Let's go, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a, I, okay. I thought you had a better thing planned. I'm a little disappointed. I thought no, you were no, going to really I, bring I, the heat there. Well, whenever you see it coming, it's not fun. What do you want me to do? Fair, fair. You That's on me. That look on your face like you were going to, like oh. the old you was going to come back. <laughs> like I was going to me. I was getting the uh, the uh, Bugs Bunny, forgive me for the old meme meme, ready for the Instagram. If oh you were going to pick up, you know. I can't do it. I can't go back to Kansas anymore. I've already went bad. through rehab. I went through rehab. I'm fine. I'm clean. <laughs> he is a reformed Kansas picker. He won't do it anymore. Let, let's move on to a crucial game in the Big Twelve race and a very just a solid game in general. We got Farmageddon. It's uh, K-State at Iowa State, uh, the 17th-ranked Cyclones. 
are um, you know hoping to continue their lead in the Big 12 race. 3 p.m. on Fox, clones uh, favored by 11 here. Jameson, uh, Kansas State is known to be spo- a, a pretty big spoiler here. Last time we saw Iowa State, uh, almost looked like they're going to lose it to Baylor. Do you think the Wildcats uh, sneak up on Cyclones here? Yeah, this is this is a big game. You know, another big game for Big Twelve Championship. These are the two teams that OU is kind of fighting for with the spot for, um, other than Oklahoma State. You know, but these are the teams we lost to, so we kind of need them to lose for us to get in. Um, K State losing OSU last week and kept keeping it close. I feel like some people might think that they have some legitimacy to them. I just can't buy in on K State. Um, Iowa State, uh, even though they have the most overrated quarterback in all of the country, uh, they've got Brees Hall, who you know, who's getting top three, top two Heisman stuff right now, which is just crazy to think of. I really like Iowa State minus eleven here. Yeah, hey, that, I th- I think that's fair. Iowa State's good; they're great names. Uh, they're on a mission here, and I really want to pick K State, but you know what? That quarterback just isn't. He's just not it. Uh, I like Deuce Vaughn. If this is Skylar Thompson, yes, K-State covers, maybe gets a win. But Iowa State's just too good here. They're going to get the dub and the cover. So give me the Cyclones. But I don't know. It's going to be a weird one. Ty, what do you think? Yeah, uh, this is the battle for the best team in Oklahoma. Uh, Give me Iowa State here. I think easy. Hey, oh, did you get the vibe that Bobby was going to pick K State until he heard me pick Iowa State and then flipped? No, no. Was- <laughs> I get a little vibe. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I Bobby's never been super high on on K State. I, I really Ooh, think what? That I, I feel like Bobby had a time where he was like drooling over K State. That was like that was like 2018, brother. It was, it was not this year. It's definitely not this year. Yeah. It's a different time period. Yeah, not this year. Not this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Against OU, give me K State all day, apparently. But yeah, I just no, not now. But anyways, let's move on to the game. That's right. It's Bedlam, folks. We have Oklahoma State coming to Oklahoma, uh, ranked ahead of the Sooners for only the sixth time in series history. Uh, this is prime time. Six thirty, ABC. You got Kirk. Uh, you got Chris Fowler. You you got the big stage right here for the first time in a while in Norman. Um, Sooners favored by seven here uh, and absolutely a must win for both teams in their pursuit of the big 12 championship. Uh, a loss here would be absolutely debilitating for uh, obviously OU's out. If they do it, uh, Oklahoma state, that road becomes nearly impossible. Um, so a lot on the line here. Ty, do you think the Sooners get the win and the cover? All right, so big, big responsibility here uh, going first on on Bedlam. Uh, just to, um, you know, just just some some back history on Bedlam. Obviously, Oklahoma State has only won eighteen times. Um, we don't count pushes as wins when it comes to actual game results. Uh, it's it's rough that OU is at the point where we have to consider Oklahoma state to maybe sort of be a rival uh, just because we lost our other rivals, Nebraska, uh, Missouri, Colorado, all were bigger rivals than, than Oklahoma state, uh, Texas A&M, obviously way bigger rivalry than, than Oklahoma state. Um, 
but I, 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 I like the line. I, I like the line. Uh, minus seven, I think, is really good because this one has a super high potential to be decided by a touchdown in overtime. Um, I think more than any OU game this season. Um, I think it, it really could go to overtime. But anyways, we, we've had a whole podcast on that. Go tune into that. I, I got to go with, with Homer. Pick. I can't pick against OU here. Uh, I got to go with with OU minus seven. I legitimately believe that OU is going to win probably by 10 would be my guess. Um, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, the game day curse could affect OU for sure. If you believe in that, it, it is a thing for OU uh, for sure. But we have a really, really good record when we're on game day as a whole. Um, and yeah, I, I got to go. OU minus seven here, but if we don't cover, that's fine. I know my picks are better than the other guys anyways for this week. I just want to OU win. Fair enough. Um, and I'll say this, anything about a game day curse, throw it out the window with uh, Bedlam because the Sooners are six and O against the Cowboys when uh, Bedlam or when game day is in town in Bedlam. Uh, but this isn't about curses. This isn't about schemes or ghouls or demons of the past or how much OU has beaten the Pokes in the past previous years this is about a team that has learned and improved uh since the last time they've played really good football they've been through it they've uh you know uh won that hard fought game against texas they've improved over uh, against bad teams on the road uh and then kansas which is just a scrimmage and i think this this ou team is going to show out and really going to show the nation that they're really one of the best teams in uh, when they're in, in the country. They're one of the best teams in the country when they are clicking and where they are now. I think they really are a uh, top 10, you know, top fringe, top five type of team. I know that's crazy. I know that's a hot take. Not going to make it to the playoff, of course, because only, you know, two losses that d- discounts you. Um, but I, I think what we have right now is a team that is growing, getting better. And they are not going to let this stage go to waste, uh, especially off of a bye week. Uh, I think the Sooners are going to win a very solid game. Uh, it's going to be a rowdy atmosphere. Defense is going to be clicking. Uh, offense is going to be clicking. Give me the Sooners to show up in a very, very uh, big moment here. Uh, so give me Oklahoma minus seven. Jameson, was I too confident there? No, I, I think that this game – uh, has a lot of different ways it could go, but but if you're looking at momentum, it's OU side. You know, this game opened up at nine and a half, and then just shifted all the way to five and a half, and now it's at seven. And it's only you know early in the week. It's it's crazy what's going around. I, I just Oklahoma State's offensive line is the only reason I'm going to pick OU here. If Oklahoma State had just a, a little bit of a better offensive line, I think this could be a really really close game and really entertaining. But like I said during the, um, the preview podcast, I think our defensive cl- defensive line can eat them alive if we could. Um, and I think we're going to be a big problem for them out there. And if we disrupt them and put them off their, their game at the beginning of the game, things could get ugly. I don't think it will, but I think that this game will be more comfortable than past bedlams have been. Um, so give me a U minus seven. And more than anything, Oklahoma State this season has barely played uh, any meaningful football away from Stillwater. They've had, I believe, their only road game has been Kansas State, I want to say, or Kansas State and Kansas. So 
Um, K-State, solid team, but they kind of struggled on that win. Took a lot to get out of that one. Um, this ain't, this is not Kansas State. This is not Kansas. The stress will be on. And if OU can get to spin Sanders early and often, create some turnovers, create chaos, and then the offense does what it needs to do, things really have the chance to snowball on the pokes. Um, so give me the team with the moment. Like you said, give me the team with momentum. Give me the team who flat out can uh, cause havoc and is frankly more confident right now. So that's all we have to say about Bedlam. But let's move on to my favorite pick of the week. It's the wild card pick. I really I need to get go first. I really need to get I always go first for I always go first for wild card. I always go I always go go first for wild card. I really need to get a video clip uh, here, the always sunny one going. So I can't believe it took me that long to figure that out. Anyways, so I'm gonna start off as is tradition here. So let's talk about a really good ACC team. One that not a lot of people think about because they're not even really an ACC team. That's right. The Liberty Flames. They are 2-0 in their ACC games. Crush Syracuse, which let's be real, that's not a huge great feat. But, you know, hey, you're Liberty. Give them credit. And then they turn around, beat Virginia Tech in the most unlikely of circumstances uh, on a game-winning field goal immediately after a nullified uh, field goal block for a touchdown. Um they're traveling to NC State, they're uh, they're three they're tree fitty dogs. Look, NC State not a great team. Haven't been impressed with them this year. And let, let's be real, Liberty is just is just out here catching bodies in the ACC, taking folks out. So give give me the Liberty Flames to get yet another cover. Uh, Liberty minus tree fitty. That's it. That's the pick. Jameson, you got any uh, got any good picks over there? Yeah, so uh, I, last week I let Ashley just pick a random college off the top of her head without even looking at the slate, and she picked Oregon, and they won. You know, and I had a good week last week. So let's screw it. Let's try it again. Let's see what she's got this week. Um, but once again, I always say that if I go back to something that works, I always get screwed the next week. So we'll see if this moves forward, and this could be something different. She first said Utah, and I said no. And then we moved on to this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not picking that. Because that was originally on our slate. Um, so that's why I said no. But at the same time, I didn't want to. She next said, next one was also a miserable pick. And I just said, I have to stick with it. I can't say no twice because I feel like I'm going to get burned. Um, she said, Tennessee. Tennessee is a 10 and a half point underdog going to Auburn this weekend. <laughs> it's so ugly. You got Auburn, who you don't know what's going on. You got Tennessee, you don't know what's going on. You have a 10 and a half point line. Tennessee. Oh, no. <laughs> 10 oh, no. and a half. This oh, is no. the definition of trusting the process, right? Are you here. actually picking this one? Yes. Oh because, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I gotta say we have a guy who literally picks games by rolling a dice. This isn't that crazy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, no. This is crazier. Uh, but hey, you gotta trust the process. I believe the stat was uh, you were two and four or something like that when Ashley picks, but significantly worse when you go on your own. So, um, anyways, uh, Ty. Have you found your wild card yet? Yes, I have. So I, I, I got to do a preamble here. Uh, unfortunately, this week, probably the most tie meta game when it comes to wild card picks was postponed. 
Um, that was Arizona State, Colorado. As we know, I've been lifelong fans of both of those teams since at least 2015. Um, Arizona State, actually, much later since at least spring of this year, I've been a lifelong fan of Arizona State. Uh, but that one was postponed because obviously Arizona State, you know, they're dealing with some some COVID stuff, and and that's understandable. That's that's the the realities of life in 2020. Um, this is their second week of of dealing with stuff, uh, you know. So they have one canceled last week, and that's a big flaw, you know, in, in the Pac-12 and in the Big Ten uh, as well as the way that they've scheduled these seasons with no sort of room. So I started to go through. And, you know, progress through. I, I wanted to, I like to go really meta with the wild cards. Um, I looked at Mississippi State because, as you guys know, I lived in Mississippi for a while. I've uh, been to a lot of Mississippi State games. Um, and we got Mike Leach there, uh, which is <laughs> awesome uh, to pick against them in every game but LSU. Uh, but I just, I can't pick Mississippi State. They're playing Georgia this week, and that one's just rat poison. But I have found my wild card. And boy, is it is it just deep in there. And this one, I think, might be actually a good gambling pick. And I'm talking about Georgia Southern versus Army. Both teams, 6-2. and two. The line, according to ESPN right now on Tuesday at 9 o'clock, is Army minus 4. That's an interesting line because, and I'm going to walk you guys through this, Georgia Southern... Okay, six and two. They've won all of their games by less than a touchdown besides Massachusetts, which they won 41 to nothing. (laughs) Uh, And then obviously the ones that they lost. But they have not been great in competitive games when it comes to winning big or coming close to the spread. Army, on the other hand, we all know is a run heavy team that has not changed. Let me just read you their margins of victory this season. MTSU, I don't even know what state that is. 42 to nothing. <laughs> uh, Louisiana Monroe, 37 to 7. BYU postponed. Lucky for them. Keep in mind, this Army team absolutely would have beat OU <laughs> week two. <laughs> Cincinnati, they lost, but 24 to 10 against a very legitimate Cincinnati team, I might add. Uh, ACU. Uh, 55 to 23, they won. The Citadel, who did play Bama close at Just some point this in the reason. Okay, well, anyway, it was 40, it was 14 to 9. Okay, that was <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm not going to read the rest. What Army happened won, last week? What Army happened last won, week? They won. 28 to 16, not great, more than four. 49 to 3 against Mercer. Shout out to Mercer, living it up. Uh, Blue Line Rentals, if you guys need to rent something. Uh, I didn't know he also owned a football team. No free uh, ads. Not very good. Apparently, no free ads, uh, but they're apparently not very good. But I really think, because I'm a big time of possession fan this season, that's that's my thing I'm obsessed with uh, this week. Army is a time of possession team. I just went on a super long rant that took us nowhere. Give me Army minus four. I think that they are still a legitimate team. And I think that minus four, they can absolutely do because they don't kick field goals. They just run the ball. Okay. There you go. Time of possession is high. At it again. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's all we have for this week. Uh, guys, I, I got to say, another good week in the books. I think this is uh, really going to be a tough one. I, I, 
I don't know. I, I think these wild cards, we got some, we got some good ones. We got, we got some good tips out there, but before we leave, I just want to pick a quick one just for uh, the circumstance where one of these games gets canceled because COVID is, as we mm. know, ramping up. So let's just go back to the well and pick the game. I didn't want to pick in the first place, Utah and USC, USC uh, heading, heading to Salt Lake, 930. So it's Pac-12 after dark, ESPN, USC favored by three. Uh, Ty just talked for a long time. So Jameson, you kick us off on this one. Are you going to follow Ashley and pick this game for uh, the Utes or, uh, or not? Ugh, why? I was not prepared for this to make this hard decision. Uh, I, I think USC would do it, but you know what? Screw it. Let's just go Utah. Hey, Utah look, plus three. Look, get excited about this because USC is an absolute outright fraud. I'm going to clip this out and send it in the group text because someone needs to hear it. USC is a fraud. Two straight weeks, two straight tight wins against uh, not great Arizona teams in Arizona State and Arizona, like I said, the only Arizona teams. But you get the point. Utah at home. Some spooky stuff going on with Pac-12 after dark. The Utes are a practical lock here in my book. Uh, in fact, Ty, uh, as, as Tom would say, or as I would say, and Tom would uh, regurgitate back to me because it's hilarious, lock of the century of the week, Utah plus three. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't hope a game gets canceled, but if it did, I feel very good about Utah. Ty, are you going to go with the USC here or Utah? Right. So, yeah, let me just level with you guys. This, this entire you know podcast is is uh it's about you know picking the spread uh, which is about betting um on on sports if you choose to do so uh this game absolute rat poison do not bet this especially don't listen to anything that i say about this game so i'm gonna hold my line because i don't want bobby to cut me off if you're gonna bet what you need to do is take your money Ignore this game completely because it's boring and it's not going to be fun to watch anyways. Okay. Go on some sort of pirating league on Saturday and at 1.30 PM, someone central time, 1.30 PM central time. That's our time. You can watch my favorite football club in the world. FC Basel in Switzerland, best team in Switzerland playing uh, BSC Young Boys, the second best team in Switzerland. No, this is like this Super Bowl of soccer or football in Switzerland. This is a really big. This is the biggest rivalry that they have. These are the two best teams. Do they, do they boys, speak? Do they speak Spanish in in Switzerland? Why would they call it football? Because everyone calls that. Okay, we're going to go off on a tangent here for a second. Soccer, g- commonly known as an American term, because we're the only ones that called it that. The English invented the term. The British made that up. We adopted it too, and then they ditched it, and we're like, stupid Americans, why do you call it that? Everyone else calls it that. Switzerland has four official languages, uh, Romansk, which is a, a derivative of, of Latin. Okay, then, who are you going to go with? The young boy? Are you going with the young boys? Basil, favorite by one point, if we're going to go with the Schooner Pod idea that pushes our, our wins, you're literally, it's soccer. You're literally just picking who wins. Basil's favored by one point. You're just picking it outright. Give me Basil, um, and then also USC. 
This, this, this is, isn't a Schooner pod pick. This is a, a legitimate gambling pick. Who, you cannot like, put our push rules upon them. Where, yeah, where, when did when did the filibuster become a thing in the Schooner pod? I don't like you this. also don't lose. Also, I have a mute button, and I need to use it. I just muted him. I also – okay, I'll say this. I think this is hilarious because this is uh, supposed to be a pick that if something gets canceled, we put in there, and we just had a five-minute what felt like soccer conversation about, about- Switzerland. And especially about a team called AFC Young Boys. <laughs> he just left. We don't have time here. We don't even know what he's going to pick. USC Utah. You know, this is what I say. He picked USC. I thought we, oh, he picked USC? Damn, just I threw it in at say, the end there. I say we just uh, make him pick the soccer game and just move on with that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, AFC Young Boys is his new uh, – that's that's the new wild card for Ty. So, um, yeah. Anyways, y'all, thank you so Not much bad. for – yeah, I know. We know you're back. We know you're back. Jersey, but I don't know where it is. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed our takes on uh, all of our picks and also uh, that Switzerland uh, football or soccer pick. I don't know. It's been it's a, a long time. Podcast. I picked a football game. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening, whether it be live or on uh, your podcast stream. We always love uh, having y'all listen. So we're going to keep putting out this content. It's always going to be good stuff, uh, even when we go on Swiss football tangent. But anyways, uh, that's all I got to say. I'm sure Jameson and Ty have both talked plenty, but uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> and uh, if you like, hey, if you like listening to us live, you know, chirping us in the comments, Listen to us live every every Tuesday, 8 p.m. You know where to find us. Periscope, Facebook, uh, basically everywhere you, uh, you, you get streams. So, anyways, for me, Jameson, Ty, and Bowden Blake, if he's clipped in here, uh, this has been the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. Uh, thanks for listening, and happy picking. Also, go AFC Young Boys. <laughs>